Yo, and welcome to the 105th episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kevin Clementi, aka Mellow underscore Magikarp. I'm joined today by a very special temperate guest host. Joining us for the first time, someone who I've been wanting to have on the podcast, fresh off of a Singapore regional win. We have the one, the only Cash Finder Singh man. Cash, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So we've got a very special episode for you all today. We are going to get into some rapid strike questions. Of course, got to get to know Cash a little bit better. Then we're going to talk about your history as a player, because I feel like you're someone that everyone has everyone on Pokemon Twitter has seen for sure. And if you're not on Pokemon Twitter, unfortunately, I think you do have to get there. <laughs> and Cash is definitely an insta follow for that one. Then we'll talk about the regional win that you had a couple of weeks ago at the time of recording, and then hopefully get to talk a little bit about your work with Pokestats, where if people don't realize they know you, that is where they know you from. You are yeah. one of the brains and one of the hardest workers behind the Pokestats page. Thank you. <laughs> first things first, most importantly, those are rapid strike questions. So you're going to have 60 seconds to answer as many as you can with no explanation. And okay. I'm going to call you out in the pre-recording. You did brag. <laughs> I did. That, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that you were going to be able to do this without explaining your answer. So let's see if that happens. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Question number one. Do you prefer winter or summer? Summer. What's your favorite snack? Uh, Pocky. Favorite retro format to play? 2007, uh, 2018 NAIC. What's your favorite deck ever? Reshizad. Would you rather be early or be late? Early. Do you prefer soup or salad? Soup. Toppings on your perfect pizza? Chicken. What color sleeves do you use? Any. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Dogs. Juniper, sycamore, oak, rowan, or magnolia? Oak. oak. What was your favorite subject in school? Math. Favorite regional location you've been to? Kuala Lumpur. What's your favorite holiday? Japan. May oh, uh, holiday? holiday. Uh, New Year's. Yes. Yeah. Mario Bros. or Legend of Zelda? Mario Bros. Rate your karaoke skills on a scale of 1 to 10. Zero. <laughs> what food are you best at cooking? None. I can't cook. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Two. What's your favorite region in a Pokemon game? Uh, Joto. And that is time. And I think your bragging worked. That was a record. <laughs> you answered 18 oh, hey. questions. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> nice. All right. That, that the, works. The holiday one probably be, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, holiday? Yeah, Japan. Oh, wait. You mean actual holiday? Yeah, yeah. So you said Johto. Why Johto? Yeah. That's the one I got into. Like, I started playing, like, I didn't actually even play the Gen 1 games. Like I just watched and everything. But I started playing Crystal and I fell in love with the game. And Jota has a special place in my heart, I guess. Yeah. Crystal was such a good game. That was... Yeah. That was my... I think I still have it with me. Yo, you somewhere. still have your original Crystal version? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I still have it with me. If I can find it, but probably not right now. Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah. I know I have, I have it somewhere, but I can't find it. And then, yeah, but Crystal is Crystal's my favorite game of all time. Who's your starter in Crystal? Cyndaquil. Uh, that's acceptable. As long as it's not Chikorita, that's fine. 
Nah, I, I, I played Cyndaquil. I played Total. I tried Corrida once, and I just restarted the game. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Poor Chikorita. It's actually poor. All yeah. the Gen Two starters. They have. It's been a while since they've had a good card, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I was thinking about it. Like, none of the Gen Two had a decent card at all. Right, because like, if you want to count quick ripening herb meganium, but like that wasn't actually a good card. It was okay. just like it was. It was around kind of right. <laughs> yeah, but meganium is the reason I lost in top eight and an SPE once. <laughs> ooh, we'll get to that one. I ooh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, uh, before we get yeah. to that one, and this might actually transition kind of into it. Uh, you said your favorite deck ever is Reshizard. Which version yeah. of Reshizard? Is it when it first came out with the Lele and Kiawe? Is it the, you know, Blacephalon Tempo Zard? Is it like, where is Reshizard in your heart? Energies. 19 <laughs> energies. Just spam everything, hit everything, nine tails gust everything. And then the best part, Victini Prism Star. I love that card. <laughs> so it was that. Because they never see it coming. Oh, uh, gosh. It was a, I have a. At Worlds, I played against the Limitless squad with the, and the Victini was yeah. a surprise that it existed. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that card existed because I had tested the same deck, right? The exact one you're talking yeah. about for that World Championship. I never yeah. got the Victini technology. So the deck was never good without the Victini. With the Victini, it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very the Victini good. Made it, it just recovers everything. And then you can just start doing everything again. Oh, yeah. That's all right. I, I, that is a good choice. I was a peek around player that entire format, but. That was a good deck. I tried. I tried to make Pika Rum work. I just didn't click. So I want to talk a little about your history as a player. And we got, we we started to allude a little bit of it. But you have several very good results. And I feel like just being outside of the like North America, Europe region, people kind yeah. of ignore that. So when did you start playing? When did you start playing competitively? And can you walk us yeah. through some of your history as a player? I actually stopped playing all the way back in 1999, base set. Like, nice. the original set. I, I played that. I, I still have some of my base set cards, fossil cards, all that. But I didn't know what I was doing. I was just, like, collecting, playing cards, you know. Just go to shops with our friends, play for fun. And then I think I stopped around 2003, around Acropolis, around there. Mm-hmm. Just to focus on studies. So I'm like, I didn't think about cards at all right until 2015 when I went to Japan for the first time. Went to a random card shop. I saw a Charizard EX card. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Maybe I should get back into it. And that's where I all started again. So has Charizard been your favorite Pokemon forever? Charmander. Oh, Charmander's your favorite. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That that explains the Charizard love though, because if you love Charmander, you gotta yeah. you gotta like the whole line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have two favorites, Charmander and Hitmonlee, the one that people doesn't know about. Hitmonlee? Wait, wait, okay, before we go further in your why Hitmonlee is one of your favorites. <laughs> because it reminds me of my other favorite thing, which is wrestling, so it just kicks uh kicking people around. So I'm like, I like Hitmonlee. And <laughs> just like I think I have my uh I have like a custom playmat. And my two Pokemon on there is Hitmonlee and Charizard. Nice. Yeah. My friend did it for me, so I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And people are always looking at Hitmonlee. Oh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. So you end up in Japan. You end up in a random card shop, which anyone who's ever been to Japan knows you, you will end up in a random card shop no matter what. <laughs> yeah, those of you going to Japan this year for Yokohama, it's loads of them. 
Yeah. Too many. Yeah. It is. You have to make it a trip. Like you have to, if you're going, make it a full trip, go to multiple cities. It is, it is next level. Go to Akihabara. Yeah. You'll find it everywhere. Go to Akihabara. (laughs) Go to Ikebukuro for the Pokemon Center. You'll find everything there. It's a must go. We were, this is not the point of the podcast, but apparently it is now. Uh, when we went for our honeymoon, we were going, uh, so my wife could find yeah. like a couple of mangas that she wanted, like, you know, in Japanese, oh, yeah. the collectors is a thing. And every store we went to, to look for them had Pokemon cards. And I was like, all right, sick. I like, yeah. I don't even have to go to a store. Like I could just like, you know, browse yeah. through the singles and look for my Gyaradoses and Magikarps and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was great. You can go to a random like book off and they'll have cards there as well. Yeah, that's it is a very big thing, which I am incredibly jealous of. <laughs> Apparently now it's too huge. You can't even buy them anymore. Yeah, the poor Iono hype is uh very real. Yeah. Very real. Uh okay, so you saw the Charizard EX, that got you back into the game. Where did yeah. you go from there? So I started playing like uh, I just saw like an advertisement for a pre-release. I didn't know what it was about, so I thought, okay, you know, try it out. And it was Evolutions. And I remember like Evolutions looked like the same cut from base. I'm like, oh my god, it's the same thing. Let me give it a try. Yeah. Like, so, so I went to the pre-release. I got hooked right away. I'm like, I should try to start playing again. So I just tried to find leagues and all that, find local leagues, start buying cards, start spending like. $30 on Max Elixirs and Evatology decks <laughs> and just stop building decks and that's where it all started. What does the card market look like in Singapore? Uh, pretty much the same, I guess. It's like no real difference to me. Yeah. Okay. So like you're able to like find singles, but it's still obviously yeah. expensive if the cards are playable. and. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What was your first like competitive like regional SPE something like that? How'd it go? The first uh, SPE I would say would be the 2017. Let me just check. 2017, 2018 Singapore SPE. Yeah. I was still, I guess, a casual player. I I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Just like you know what, that's an SPE. Everyone's going. I might as well go. And at that point, I haven't really done well. So I was like, okay, I'll just go with a deck I like, Ultra, Ultra Necrozma and Malamar. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing, but apparently it worked because I ended up finishing 27th out of like 73 people. Okay. Which is pretty good. One of, my, one, of my, one of my best results. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Maybe I can do well with this. So, you know, I just start trying again. And after that, the next year, the SPE again, that's where I got top eight when I wasn't even trying. Hey, yeah, because we got to say, what deck did you top eight with? Reshizard, but this was the different Reshizard version. This was the one with the Lele, the Kiawe, the, uh, and the three, the Denis that I played. Nice. So this was that, like, because Turbo Reshizard, I guess would be the name for it. I don't actually know if it had a name. But... Yeah, because at that point, I was looking at all the lists, like, some played one, some played two, and then I got a list from... A name that people might have heard of, uh, Rukan Chao, the Malamar God. Yeah, he I, gave me this list. Yeah. That's a name I haven't heard he for me, a while. <laughs> yeah, he he gave me the list because I I just actually finished my finals that that week, so I didn't really have any practice at all. So I'm like, okay, anybody got a list? It's like I got I got you. Here's the list. I saw three the Dennis, 
a milk tank that heals. I think it was a milk tank. Mm-hmm. It's the one where you, where you attach an energy and you heal ninety damage. Yeah, so that was like the only two spicy cuts in the list. It's like just rushes out, Kiawe, and just ham. Just go for it. Just blow stuff up. Blow stuff up. That's the plan. You alluded to what beat you in top eight. So I just yeah. I just want to know a little bit more about that one because I know it was a very, very good player that did do it, but <laughs> can you explain yes. that match a little bit? So his name I think everybody's heard of. Jitmin. He was playing a Nidoqueen, Meganium, uh I can't remember the third. I think it was Swampert. Nidoqueen, Swampert, Meganiums, like his whole bot is just gonna be stage twos. Get the Nido Queen to attack, get the Swamper to draw, and then the Meganium, as we talked about, is the one to evolve everything. And when he sets up, it's not much I can do about it. And I remember that match because I also played Eevee and Snorlax GX. And I remember thinking, right, that's the one I'm going to have to use because they attack for the evolution Pokemon. So I'm like, all right, go for it. And I also remember that match because I made a mistake of benching Milteng one turn too early. He bossed it up, bricked me. I'm like, okay, that's it, game over. I learned from that mistake ever since. So what did you do from learning from that mistake? How did those next seasons go? Because the top eight, incredibly good, right? Like that's, yeah. I'm still trying to get there. I have not won those okay. winning ins yet. So I'm looking at you and I'm like, all right, he's been yeah. where I want to go. <laughs> So, yeah. how do those next couple seasons go? So the next season, I, after like I got 108 points, not even trying. So I thought, you know what? Let me try. So next one was 2019 and 2020, and then right off the gate, I got a top four with Rashizar. That's the one with Arcanine. Yeah. Some yeah, the, the good Arcanine. And then after that, I got my first League Challenge win with Rashizar in August, and that's the one with the 19 energy build. Mm-hmm. And that story was also quite interesting because my final round, I had to play against a name that I think everyone's heard of, Clifton Gold. Uh, someone who has top cut multiple worlds, <laughs> if top I'm remembering worlds, correctly. Uh, top four in uh, Latin America, mm-hmm. LAIC, I think. Yeah. So I saw the pairing like Clifton, like, oh God, it's him. <laughs> and he was playing Picarom, and I was playing uh, Rezizard. And the thing that won me the match was actually the <laughs> Victini. Yeah, let's go, Victini. So Victini is the reason why I have a league challenge somewhere, right? Somewhere up there. Uh, the <laughs> Luzamine promo. Nice. Yeah. So you're heading on the path to Worlds in that year. It sounds yeah, like at so least. Like, yeah, so I got a couple of points from league challenge. I got a top four finish at the league cup. My first league cup uh, cut with Reshizat, which got ended by Clifton. Surprise there. <laughs> Because he saw me play Resizat, he took Resizat, and then he beat me with it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yeah, then I got a top four league challenge with uh, another Charizard card, but it's not someone people play. It's the team-up Charizard. Yeah, that was the yeah. one that... Anyone who played the theme deck format on PTCGO, yeah. <laughs> you know you know what that Charizard does. Accelerates from the deck so to I, itself. Actually, yeah, and I just got 10 CP with that, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Yeah, because that's and the first got, time you actually got to play Charmander in a Charizard deck as well, yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. That was my reason, but I can play Charmander. <laughs> then I got I got top eight in a League Cup with Ultra, Necrozma, and Melma. Just a Metacall, which somehow worked. 
Then I went to OCIC for the first time, hoping to maybe, you know, score points. Didn't do so well with that one. I ended up 3-5-1. It happens. I played against a lot of cool players, though, so that was fun. Yeah, OCIC is one of those ICs that is terrifying because there's so many good players compared to the number of people there. It's like every round is hard. (laughs) So the first round already, I, I went to my table, I sat down, and the next person I saw was, Oh, it's Pedro. <laughs> so I was like, hey man, I watch your stream. <laughs> man. Like, hey, thanks, man. It's like you look around it's like there's Todd right there, you know, there's Hunter Butler right there. It's like, oh my god, I'm just surrounded by top players. I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I mean, you know, you you will eventually prove that yeah, you deserve to be there. Yeah. Hopefully on on the way right there. <laughs> yeah. Then I tried, you know, okay, I scrubbed out the OCIC, so I thought, okay, let's try the cup. Played the cup, went for three, so that was nice. I ended up 36 out of 128. And then I tried, played the league challenge. And uh, that also went quite well. I went 3 2, finished ninth, bubbled out. Yeah. And the, the guy who beat me for it, Pedro. <laughs> well, that's, if you're, if you're going to lose it, that is. Someone to lose to, right? Yeah, but I actually did get to play against Henry in one of those matches, and that was a cool experience because he was the defending world champion. Yeah, that's always yeah. an exciting and, uh, test yourself. And also Yoshiyuki, yeah, and Yoshiyuki, the one who just won the Champions League. Oh, nice. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah, those guys were like, oh, man, you don't get to play against top-tier players like that every day. Yeah. So that was a real, real learning challenge. That's exciting. That's something yeah. I'm always like, oh, I really like I want to play against more of those top players to really test. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually why I went to OCR. Sounds like maybe I get to play against, you know, these top players and I did get to play against these top players. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had I got a top four finish at the last league challenge in Singapore. And then you know what happened. Season canceled. Yes. The unfortunate. Yeah. So, were you, you sounds like you were on a pretty good pace, though, in terms of like. I was at 102 CP, so I just needed about 148, and that was like I had already planned like first half of the season, whatever. I'm still studying. Yeah. The second half of the season, that's where I'm gonna go for it. I already planned like, okay, I'm gonna go to Indonesia regional. I'm gonna go to Philippines regional, and something that people might not know, I was planning to go to NAIC. That would have been so cool. <laughs> yeah. I was planning to go to NAIC and whichever US region was before that, because I was going to be in Canada at that time. Oh, that's right, because there was something, yeah, it was like Milwaukee, I think was the one right before it. Yeah. Yeah, because after my studies, I already planned to just go to Canada for a bit, stay there, and now look like, okay, Ohio is not that far away from Calgary. Why not? That's, I mean, yeah, Yeah. why not? (laughs) Yeah, but unfortunately, season canceled, so... Nothing we can do about it. All our points gone. So we have to just try again. So when you say all our points gone, I do want to jump in. I know there was like a lot of pandemic stuff, which is where people might also know your name from a lot of those online tournaments. But what happened when uh, things restarted for your region? So Singapore used to be part of the Oceania region, which is Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Indonesia, Australia, New Zealand, that region. Mm -hmm. In the pandemic, something happened where PPC took us over. So 
deep sea eyes, uh, Oceania region is now just Australia and New Zealand. That's it. We are now part of TPC Japan. So it's Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines. We're all in our own circuit. Mm-hmm. But it's not even a circuit. It's like we're in our own country. We play in our own players. That's it. Is it region so, locked for you? Yes. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of country locked, region locked, whatever you want okay. to call it. Like yeah, country locked makes so sense. Our, yeah. So in our events, you have to prove that you're either a resident or permanent resident in the country to play in town leagues and all that regional leagues. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you suddenly, instead of traveling to, like you said, you went to Australia for OCIC and you were able to go to yeah. Philippines for, or had planned to go to Philippines for one of the regionals. Land, and yeah. Yeah. Now it's suddenly I, like. I did go to Malaysia for a regional. Like that was the one and only regional. And I, even then I got to see like a lot of the Australian players, you know, up close and personal. Mm-hmm. So now with this new change, that's not going to happen. We don't even get to play against the Malaysian guys. We don't even get to play against the Philippine guys. It's just we're stuck in our own bubble. So it's like everything is a league cup, I guess, for lack of a very large, important league cup. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I want to talk a little bit about the invite system too. I know you've mentioned yeah. some of it on Twitter before, but it, I'm always a little confused because it sounds it seems confusing to me coming from TPCI's okay. very straightforward. So how do you actually earn a world's invite? In Singapore. Okay, so so for us, it's from what they've said, the top four in the final standings, which is the we don't have CP, we have CSP. Mm-hmm. So the top four at the end of the standings will get a day one invite. The and then we have a championship event. The winner of the championship event gets a day two invite. So we're looking at possibly four or five people getting an invite to World's Championship. How many players approximately, obviously you don't know the exact number, how many players approximately are in the country for there only to so, be four to five invites? So I'll try to give a guesstimate, but in the last league, uh, regional league, the one that I played in, we had 189 players. So there's almost 200 yeah. just in that one. Yeah, just, in, just I know a few players didn't attend, so I am guess to say maybe 200. 20, 230 at least. Okay, so it is a very exclusive, <laughs> you know, very let, exclusive. Let's say five out of even if we go lower and say 200, that's yeah, that's that's pretty low odds right there. So it's and, tough. And here's the thing if you're th- we're talking about Singapore, we have to mention we have a lot of world's caliber players, Jip Min, mm-hmm. Clifton, but he's not playing anymore. We have top 16 finishes, Xavier, we have Jeremy. We have Joey. Like these are players who have been there, done that, and only four of us get to go there. So like we have to really fight it out against all these top players and all the new top players as well. Yeah, it's a just just to get just to get there. It's that difference between like, you know, where we're at, we're able to like, okay, like I live in Washington, right? I play against yeah. you know, there's several like very good worlds caliber players, but we can all make it to worlds. Yeah, because there is no technical limit, right? So that I I hate hearing that, right? Of like you have the same level of like, okay, there's a lot of world's caliber players for you, but yeah. there's a limit. You can't just like, oh, all of you do very well, and then you can all yeah, make because, it. Yeah, because for you guys, it's like you have that threshold. Like, okay, you hit three fifty or two fifty, you're in. That's it. Like yeah. you can get it, and you can know that you're invited by January, February. 
we don't know until July at least or June, I guess. Have you so booked your like, ticket to Japan? Just in case? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not jinxing it yet. No. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So it's like, we, we can fight the whole season, but we only know until the very end of June who's going to Worlds. So it's a bit difficult. It's like, I might be doing well, but things can happen. So it's like, you know, we'll, let's see how it goes, how it plays out. Because anything can happen. We still have a championship that's going to give a lot of points. Is it kind of like the IC system for us where it's way more than the regionals do? Yes. So the regional league, the one I won, I got a thousand points. But for the championship, if you win that, you get a thousand, fifteen hundred points. Mm -hmm. Second gets twelve hundred points. Top four gets the same as what I did, one thousand. So it's slightly more than what we get in the regional league. Yeah, which is pretty significant, right? Like. Yeah. Someone can jump you out of nowhere by winning the whole thing and it's like, oh no. Exactly. Where because are before okay, yeah, so you're just saying where was I? So before yeah. the regional league, I was actually twentieth. Oh no. Like, I just had only yeah, I was so what happened was I was doing a so just a recap of my season. I was yeah. doing okay. Score points in the first three events. So I'm like 480 points in just the first three events. I'm like, okay, this is good. We can actually push for it. Mm -hmm. And then from November to May, before the event, I scored points one time. And my season just went uh, crashing down. It's like <laughs> bad, bad results, bad variants, best of one stuff. Nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Bad draws. Play a consistent deck, but if you just start a Mew, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I guess we, we, we never mentioned, I don't think. Uh, oh, yeah, we played the, one. Yeah, TVC took over and suddenly <laughs> it's best of one. All of, our, all of our events are best of one. So every town league I've played is best of one. So you can imagine how stressful it is. You cannot afford one bad match. One bad match might just put you out of points. How many, like, what's an average, like, oh, you have to go, like, six and two or something like that? Like, can you afford to lose a second game, technically? Can you afford to lose a third so, game? So, usually it's about, so for the Town Leagues, it's about seven rounds. Mm -hmm. No matter what the, either six rounds or seven rounds, mostly seven rounds. So, from what I've seen, it's always about, like, five to get top eight or bubble out. Okay. So, you can afford to lose two games. But the problem is, like, if you start badly and then, you know, you have those hands, you start O2 and you're like, oh, boy, how, how are we going to get through that? <laughs> so, so it's a real... I am curious, since we have the platform, and I know kind of where your opinion is going to go, what would you say to the people who are saying, hey, maybe we should try best of one instead of best of three in the rest of the world? Currently shaking your head no very aggressively to that, but... uh. Why? Why no? Variants. <laughs> Simple as that. You don't want your one round or your one event to be dependent on one bad hand that can just ruin everything. It's like so many things can happen in best of one. You could play a really good deck and just hit all bad matchups. You could play a really good deck and just get unlucky. You know, play an Arceus, no energy, you get stuck. Mm -hmm. Or like me, I played a Mew. I had three games in a row, I started Mew, nothing else. 
Or you can have those kind of games where I played Lugia, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm safe. My opponent, turn one, hits everything, seven uh <laughs> seven in the lost zone. Here's a Raikou. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, so this kind of thing snap this kind of thing can happen in best one. That is that is killer. So you say I mean it just hurts to hear. Uh yeah. Your experience in best of three did feel better than your experience in best of one, it sounds hey, like. Yep. Yep. Because you can play around best of three, like you know what you can do in the next like you can see the first game, you know what's happening, like okay, maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe I can do that. You can take that in, play the second game, win that, and then try to come back for the third game. Mm-hmm. I want to dive into then because the next part in the story of like, okay, there was the bit of badness, but then you won recently a regional. Yo, we got and the- I have the block right here to prove it that it's right here. Let's go. Oh, so for our audio only listeners, this is actually really sick. It's got Charizard, Pikachu, yeah. and Rayquaza on. It's got the champion. Have you tweeted out a I'm picture of this? Yes. Okay, cool. And I put out a picture of Skullvin on it. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, what deck did you play and why did you play it? So I played Arctina because I was testing four different decks. I was testing Arctina, I was testing Lost Box, I was testing Mew, and I was testing uh, Gardevoir. Mm-hmm. Mew, I already knew I wasn't going to play because <laughs> of the, the previous event. That's fair. <laughs> Gard- yeah. Gardevoir, I just felt... It was a bit slow for some reason. I couldn't set up, and it was the best of one, so I didn't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Arctina and Lost Box. And I was actually leaning towards Lost Box, and then I was reminded, right, oh yeah, our games are best of one, 25 minutes, and Lost Box games can take a while. 25 and minutes is actually have... really relevant to that. I did not know that yeah. part. So also, and I have to mention, 25 minutes, and if we go to time, mm-hmm. and we can't sell the match, double game loss. Do you get the plus three turns, or is it 25 minutes only? So, okay, let me try to explain our ruling. <laughs> oh, no. So, end of game, if it's the person going first, the person going second, the time is called on the uh, turn of the first player that went first, mm-hmm. the second player gets a turn, and then it ends. Okay, so if you don't is- get the three turns. <laughs> yeah. If time is called on the player going second, he, he plays his turn, that's it. The first player doesn't get a turn. So it's it's even stricter. It's not only is it 25 instead even of like 30 that we get at League Cups usually. You don't get yeah. the extra turns and then you get a double game loss. You get a double game loss if you can't figure it out. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so ties are and as we said, just not a thing we said, at all. Losses are, no ties whatsoever. And as we said, losses are really painful and if you get a double game loss, that's equally painful. Yeah, because then you're both just kind of like not out yeah. of it technically, but you're out of it. Yeah, because I remember even watching at the regional leagues, uh, one of the matches like that could determine my resistance, they went to time. So I got a bit nervous, like, uh-oh, what's going to happen here? But they, they got a gentleman's agreement, so the guy who helped, won helped my resistance. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm trying to get why you chose Arctina okay, as so the Arctina... deck, but... Yeah, why is it so good? I thought it, I, I thought it had a really good matchup against most of the main decks to look out for. Like Actina had a really good matchup against Lost Box, mm-hmm. either any variant. I felt Actina had a good matchup against Gardevoir. 
Mew, I thought was tricky but winnable. And the only one that I was questioning was the Lugia matchup. I didn't feel good about it, but I thought, okay, Octina, plan, half judge. <laughs> and just hope. Just hope. That's That sounds about what I would have assumed the Arctina versus Lugia matchup was. Yeah. What are so some yeah. of the matchups that you hit throughout the day? So, the round ones and round three, I played against uh, Lost Box. Mm-hmm. And that's where Sharon came in handy for me. If, especially in the round three match, I played Sharon. I did my thing. I played Palpet. And then my opponent's like, you got three cards. There's no way you have Sharon. Hit. Top deck. Sharon. After Palpet. <laughs> so, that's, that's that best of one variance that you want, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the best one I want. But that, that game, for me, proved that Sharon worked his uh, place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then round Round two, I played against the Dialga Magnezone, which I hadn't played against before. I had to pick up a Rotom V of look. Okay, that's a V with an ability. I know what to do. Path Judge. And <laughs> that won me the game. Was this? Am I? I'm going to check real quick. There was a Dialga Magnezone that did well, right? No, that was not in the Singapore regional. Okay, never mind. Ignore that me. was in Philippines. Yes. Okay. I actually helped my friend test for that matchup. Nice. Sorry, I'm a big Dialga Magnezone fan. <laughs> Yeah, so she asked me to help uh, her test the match because that was a top 16 opponent. I tested the game. I thought, actually, this deck is kind of fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You just like, you max elixir every turn with the Magnezone. And, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I managed to hit like 10 energies in, with two Magnezone at one point. <laughs> this deck is nuts. Okay, so you hit the Dialga Magnezone, you hit a couple lost boxes. So you're sitting at 3 0. 3 0. And then, the, then comes the really funny part of tournament where rounds four five six and seven are all bad matchups <laughs> what what's a bad round, matchup yeah so round four mew so we know the story who hits puff judge first pretty much wins yep and this one was pretty funny because my opponent started first he had two genesec pass i'm like oh okay i got a shot and my hand i had Arceus, i had energy but i was looking at my hand like two boss a research Arceus Vista, I'm like, I don't think I can research because my game plan against Mew is to go around the Mew, mm-hmm. boss the Genesec, boss the Genesec, then go after the Mew. So I was thinking like, I can't research this away. Let me just act as if my hand is dead. So I just, yeah, pass. Here you go. So my, my opponent's like, here, let me help you uh, judge. <laughs> so, so I was smiling, but I'm like, come on, man, why did you do this to me? <laughs> It's like, I and, did nothing on my and, turn. Why would you judge me? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I made it look like I had nothing, even though I had everything. Yeah. And then he judged me, and the, the judge worked. I just got nothing out of it. Yeah, so that's, that was my sounds first right. Loss. Yeah, that was my first loss. And then I played against Lugia. And this is where Vigat came in handy. First turn, Arceus. Uh, he went first. First turn, Arceus, Vigat, and G, pass. So now I'm just sweating. I'm like, Hopefully I can survive. So my opponent gets a bit excited, gets Lugia, everything, hits. And then we both look like, uh, that's a V-God. You don't do 220. <laughs> nice. So they got the, the no double turbos on it, huh? Y- yeah. They thought they hit 220. It's like, oh, perfect. Then. And then I just told my opponent, I got a V-God. <laughs> Did they have the Stone Journer in their deck or no? 
they had the stone generator. I had to make a really risky move near the end of the game. They had like an Evital with energies, a stone generator with no energies, and two Archeops. And I was thinking, if I hit this Evital, he's just going to get the, the, what's that item called? The urn. The urn. Yeah. So if I hit that Evital, that stone generator is going to get me. So I had to make a risky play, pick off my last boss, get the stone generator, hit. And then I checked the discards like, oh, that's a Noshifu. Uh-oh. The VMAX. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm like, okay, just praying that the Urshifu doesn't show up. And then he scoops right away and shows me the Urshifu was priced. Ooh, that's that's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. That's a good feeling. All right, so you're you're sitting pretty that's, at this point, right? You're three one? At this point four one. Four one. Next round, another Lugia. But this time I get to go first. So I'm like, okay, do my turn. But I only started a Arceus and a Giratina. And then I made the mistake of not attaching an extra energy to Giratina. Because mm-hmm. he, he knocked out my Arceus. And then my Giratina had just four energies. So I kind of knew, like, I'm running out of energies. And there was a point of the game where he still had the Luminion on the board. I'm like, if I can set up an Arceus, I could still win. But because I didn't attach one more energy to uh, Giratina, I think that's why I lost the game. Yeah, that's when my experience with the deck was attacking with Giratina early hurts because <laughs> you just yeah. lost on your energy and you're like, I'm going to run out. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, because that's the two things I had. I'm like, well, I guess I have to do it. Attack with the Giratina. Like, if I just had attached one more energy to the Giratina, I could start attaching to the Arceus, win the game right there. But I got a bit nervous and just miscalculated and got punished for it. Unfortunately, that will happen, but it worked out in the end, which is good. Yeah, so now it's 4-2. So now it's the win and in game to mm-hmm. get to 5-2. Hopefully bubble in. So I see my opponent who I don't know, no idea what deck they're playing. I flip Arceus, they flip Inteleon V. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. <laughs> so yeah, so I've like, before the event, like I'll do like all this match, like write down all my matchups, like Mew, okay, slightly bad matchup, but decent. Lugia, worst matchup. And then I looked at the list, like the worst matchup for Arctina is that deck, Rapid Strike Ashu and Intellion. So imagine my joy when I saw that deck <laughs> round seven. Yeah, on the winning end. On the winning end, the worst matchup statistically and that's the one I had to uh, play against. So how did you possibly pull that one off? He bricked. Oh, so the classic Urshifu Inteleon. <laughs> he had an Inteleon, Inteleon, and Remoraid pass. I'm like, oh, okay. Attach energy. Wait, pass. Then he did some stuff. Hit the Inteleon. Whatever. So first thing I did, energy, Arceus, Vista. I'm looking at the bottom like, that artillery is annoying. Yeah. Pass it up straight away. <laughs> go for it there goes their whole engine at that point yeah because i knew i've played against this kind of decks before i'm like the octillery is the one that's gonna run the whole show so i had to go for that so set up my board set up my giratina which i made a funny play i put a v-guard energy on it and uh intelio couldn't two-shot it because it's only hitting for 120 poor intelion i want that card to be good so bad and it's just yeah not <laughs> Yeah, but I got a bit lucky in that game because my opponent puts a rapid strike or she a bit late into the game where I already had Jeratina ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's go, bro. Get the Tina, boss, KO it. 
Now I just need to take three prizes, and there's two intelligence on the bench. Easy. So, yeah. So play my turn. Hit, 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 hit his intelligence. He retreats. So now I'm a bit uh, troubled. Like, if I don't hit this boss, I mean, I might lose this game. So this is where our good friend Scovert came in handy. Scovert, <laughs> shuffle the hand. I just need something good. Top card, boss. Gotcha. No way. <laughs> the Scovert yeah, into win it. In. Yeah, that was for the winning in. That's after watching the Portland regionals. I can't believe Scovert just keeps doing it, <laughs> just all the time. Scovert, Scovert saved me a lot in the the tournament. Trust me, it's so good. <laughs> Get your Scovitz now, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, you make Top Cut. Gotta be feeling good at this yeah. point. I'm, I'm like, delighted because I'm, like I said, my season just went downhill after October. I was like, oh man, I actually made Top Cut. I'm gonna score points. Maybe I can get Top 8. Or maybe I can get Top 4. Maybe I can get Top 2. Yeah. Maybe I can still survive the season. Because <laughs> my, my whole aim for that weekend is like, Let's score some big points. Try to push for that invite. So I'm like, okay, top 16, I got my points. Now let's try to try to win the whole thing, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. See so how it goes. it's a top 16 cut, correct? So top 16 cut. Okay. And then the magic words, top 16, best of three. Ooh, okay. So I start smiling, I'm like, all right, this is where <laughs> we get to play Pokemon. <laughs> So I assume, yeah, at this point, things are going to go a lot better. Well, they already went yeah. pretty well, but like things are feeling good. Yeah, but the first opponent in top 16 is the Mew guy who beat me in round four. Now that, that's good. You got your revenge. I got my revenge because he didn't set up quite well in either game. And I just got my perfect setup, Arceus, did my game plan, take the two uh, Genesects. And then after that, the final KO with Giratina with the choice belt. Game over. Nice. How many choice belts do you have? Just the one. Just the one? Nice. It was a hard uh, decision, but I think one would be enough. And actually, top 16, there was a point where he could have won game two. And I judged him out of his two boss. He got stuck because the path was there. He didn't get get the vacuum. Mm -hmm. So now it's up to me. I have to find my uh, boss, Scovert. Come on, buddy. Give me something. <laughs> oh, Scott. Nothing, nothing much. You know what? Okay. It's okay. We still have Vibril. Vibril draws into the boss. Nice. Yeah. You see the scope? It's so good, though. You know, it's like, all right, I can just B-barrel up to five and I'm good to go. Yeah, because my hand was rubbish because I had, like, nothing playable, like, another judge. Like, that's not what I want. I need to get boss. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about score is you just refresh your hand into... Anything else, and the best part is you put the cards into the bottom, yeah. so you don't even see them at all. That's why Scovid is very underrated, I think. I like one of my favorites because you played the Sharon's Care, which is something else yeah. I'd been on, and you like Sharon's Care and Arceus. Put the energies back to yeah. the bottom so you can Arceus them back out with the other one. That's that's such yeah, a good I, feeling. I think I did that against the the Lost Box, the Lost Box deck. I Sharon got my Arceus. And then I, because I was a bit scared to play Scovert in that match because Sableye. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I think I'm a hit, Scovert, get the energies back, and then manage to win from there. Love to see. <laughs> yeah. So then going into top eight, what'd you hit? 
So okay, so actually, so just a story like top sixteen and Swiss rounds we played in one place. Mm-hmm. So top eight, we heard that okay, top eight meet up at the Pokemon Center. So I thought, oh wow, that's I'm gonna cool. Play top cut in the Pokemon Center itself. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because like you can you can play in like all these locations. Like I'm sitting at the Pokemon Center. This is pretty cool. <laughs> So you're just like surrounded by all the Pokemon merch, all the stuff that when we go there, it's like, yeah. The plushies, the the Gyarados statue that was like behind us somewhere. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. So we go to Pokemon Center. I had a pretty good feeling of like, I can win this, you know, let's go for it. Nice. So top eight, I mean, my first Arceus mirror match, but not Tina, Arceus, Duradon, and what was it? Vulpix. Okay. So the Alex Shemansky... Uh, UIC list, yeah. Yeah. But the first turn already, we both messed up. I did, he judged me, he judged me to a really good hand. I had Tina, I had uh, Bidoof, whatever, and Judge. So I'm like, Tina, Bidoof, Judge. And I took Thabuff. And then I think it just nerves got better on me. I'm like, oh, I can evolve both of them right now. But <laughs> I forgot, I just played them. Then Judge, like, wait, 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 you just played them down. I'm like, oh, right, I did do that. So, like, you know, just shake it off. Nerves, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I got scared because, you know, my opponent already saw the two cuts I took. Like, please don't judge me. <laughs> Straight away, he goes Colrus. Ooh, that's a good feeling. Anytime they play something yeah, that isn't a judge, you're like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And the best part is he attached an energy on his bench Arceus. But then he didn't attach on the main Arceus. So he tried to attach on the main Arceus, but he also forgot. Okay, so you both made mistakes, and it sounds like so uh, mis- you you're so just not as like, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad for like, hey, let's just wake up, let's play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens, you know. It does. So first game, yeah, first game, I managed to set up quickly, get get the KO on his Duraldon, KO on this Arceus. Cool. Second game, I start Arceus, pass. No energy, because the game plan is always. EA Sports Energy Arceus in the game. <laughs> I love it. That's my game plan the whole time. EA Sports Energy Arceus. That's all I want. <laughs> so game two, I have one Arceus. Uh, all right, pass. He starts Arceus. Uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> and then I think I top deck a DTE. Nice. DTE. And then uh, I get DTE, so I had to just go for my Arceus V-Star, get the second Arceus, start charging everything up, and then he just got stuck, and I managed to run away with it. All right, let's go. We take those. We take those. So next up is top four. So top four was against Gudra. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. Because the one thing I have in my deck that most Octina decks doesn't have is two escape groups. Perfect. Specifically for Gudra. Yeah, that's a great tech for that matchup, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the first game, actually, I got a bit lucky because he started Drapion. So I'm like, right, two prizes there. Bench Confi, prize number three. Bench Confi, prize number four. Bench Greninja, prize number five. And then the Gudra. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just try to go around the Gudra. Yeah. Take the KO, take the KO, and then I think he got stuck, so he had to bench a Confi, so I'm like, prize number six, right there. <laughs> Didn't even KO a single Gudra in the game. 
I went around the Gudra the whole game. Nice. Like, it doesn't matter. Because of the two escape ropes. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like I can KO anything on your bench. Escape rope is boss at that point. Yeah. Like, because he kept hitting me from rolling on him. Like, right, escape rope, bring out the other guy. Just hit it. You can take the KOs. I don't care. Just go around the Gudra. Yeah. Yeah. Then the second game, I think he went first. He did Comfy, Greninja. Did the Comfy, Flower Selecting, pass. I'm like, okay, could happen. Yeah. I did my turn, energy attach, pass. His turn. Comfy, flower selecting, pass. <laughs> now I'm thinking, oh, okay, something's going on. And I was holding on to my judge thinking he might set up. So I'm like, right, get the Arceus, Vista, research. Not using that judge. No. Start taking K. Starting taking chaos. And now at this point I have a Arceus, two Arceus set up, one with three energy and a choice belt. So now I'm like, if you put that Gudra, I got a choice belt. I'm just going to go for it. So he does put a Gudra. So I got my Asis. I'm looking at my choice belt. I'm looking at my escape rope. Like, I get that. I pretty much win. Mm-hmm. Problem, problem is I just didn't have Vista. Oh, no. <laughs> so now I'm just hoping top deck, nothing, pass. Now the, I mean attack. And then the Gudra comes in. And I'm like, only I had the uh, Ultra Ball. So guess what I top deck next card, uh, next turn? You get that Ultra Ball? Ultra Ball, of course. <laughs> but this is where I'm like, okay, there's one Gudra there. His hand is kind of big. I, I've got Path, i got Judge. Let's do it. Path, Judge, attack, whatever. Let's hopefully, you know, brick him. Mm-hmm. Rolling Iron. And I'm like, oh. So now I'm looking at my bot with a Giratina that's already powered up. And I still have a Choice Belt. And so I'm doing the match. Shred, 160, 190. That's more than enough. KO. Nice. So shutting off the, uh, oh my gosh, was it the Moisture Star with the Moisture Path of the star, Peak yeah. is perfect. The path. Yeah. So now we're into the finals. So now I just have to wait. And then, you know, I'm like, I'm too nervous. I can't watch the finals, uh, semi-final match. Just go for a quick toilet break. Yep. Came back. You're playing against Jitmin. <laughs> I'm like, right. Because oh, no. I actually texted my, I texted my friends like, in a perfect world, I'll play in the finals against Jitmin. Get your revenge. I mean, we we went over the Nidoqueen Queen matchup earlier. Like this is, this is perfect. So, like, so this is like, all right, revenge for four years ago. Here we go. So I actually told, uh, we talked we talked about it. He forgot about the match. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, you were playing Nidoqueen. Queen. He's like, oh yeah, I did. Then I mentioned something like, I made a mistake, you know, in that match, and then he goes. Let's hope you make a mistake again. <laughs> I appreciate like, the honesty from that one. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let's try not to do that. So he was he was my one and only Gardevoir opponent in the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Somehow. But like, okay, I'm I'm okay with that because my game plan is simple. Puff, judge, <laughs> pray. Yeah, that's that sounds like a valid strategy. Yeah. This game went pretty smooth. Buff judge kind of worked. Mm-hmm. He did get out of it, but it was a bit too late. Perfect game. Second game, not the best starts. I have Asis, Athena, that's it. Then I put the Bidoof down. Play my turn out. And then I put the Bibrel down. I'm like quite dependent on it because I still have nothing. And then he bosses the Bidoof, uh, Bibrel straight away. I'm like, oh boy, that's trouble. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> That's my draw engine. 
And then I'm left in a really awkward spot where I have an Axios V and a Giratina V, and I don't know which one to promote because I have no Vista. Mm-hmm. And I remember checking, like, I only have one Axios Vista in the deck. I have two Giratinas uh, Vista in the deck. So I thought, and I have a Judge, so I thought, right, I should go Giratina. Most likely I'll draw into it. Top deck, Arceus. <laughs> so deck. Well, oops. <laughs> oops. So my friend's like, why did you misplay that? Like, no, I, I drew that. I, it's, it just happened. Right? You you played to your yeah. outs, which it sounds like was the Giratina. It was the Giratina, but it was the wrong guy that came out, so that lost me the game. That'll happen. So like, you know what? Okay. It happens. Like, not shake it off, shake it off. Go to the game tree. Game tree, I'm looking at my hand. Arceus, no energy. Uh-oh. No. So I just play the Arceus and I'm just praying like, this top deck better be a good one. Top deck, DTE. Ooh, that is a good feeling right there. <laughs> my heart jumped a bit. I'm like, DTE, I'm in the game. EA Sports is real. <laughs> and that's that's all you really need. Yeah, like you said, that's that's it. I have perfect setup. Yeah. That saved me in the finals. So played the game, get the first KO with routes. Because he only put two routes down. So I thought something must be up. Which I found out after the match, he priced two routes. Nice. So my my first turn of bossing up his other routes actually kind of paid off because now he only had one curly to go after. So I set up my board with Anasius, full energy, choice belt, just waiting for the decision to show up. The Zation did show up. Here's my choice belt. Here's my V-Star. Knockout. Three prizes. Nice. Now he just has Kalia and Chrysalia, I think. Knockout some other Mon. Two prizes left. And then he's just left with uh, Gardevoir, Chrysalia, Zation. I'm looking, right, two prizes. That's where I started getting nervous. I'm like, two prizes. Almost there. Almost <laughs> there. So he attacks me with his Gardevoir. He puts, like, I think... Damage to the point where the Gardevoir has 230 HP. Mm-hmm. So this is where I messed up. I have an Arceus with Choice Belt. So I'm looking like 230 HP. Gardevoir, 230 HP. Oh, wait a second. I just win from here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got too excited. <laughs> Retreat, attack. We shook hands. Then that's when I realized, wait a second. That's Choice Belt. That's not a V. Jim is <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's not a V. It's like, oh, right, Oops. okay, well, I just got nervous. I'm like, okay, uh, well, I think I already uh, announced that, whatever. Who's like, yeah, yeah, you keep that here. Yeah, that's not the end of the so world. Let's... Hitting for 200 damage into a Gardevoir is pretty good. Yeah, so the funny thing is, like, the most simplest thing I had was I had research in hand. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was research. I actually checked after the game. Giratina Vista was right there. I had a Giratina V. Oh, that would have just All gone. I had That would have been game. All I had to do was research. I just got nervous. I just panicked a bit. I'm like, 230. Perfect number. And then it just jumped the gun a bit. So that was a big whoopsie. It'll happen. I'll actually kind It'll of happen. a lot. <laughs> when you like when you when you get that situation where you're like, "Oh, I just win." It's so easy to just make the play and then realize, "Oh, wait." And just overthink like yeah. it's Anyone watching that game would have been like, you just research. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just researched. But I just got so 
excited, nervous. I don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, 2.30. Yeah, Gariva. Yeah, sure. So, mistake. But the funny thing is, this board was just a Cresselia position that's going to go down to my uh, Arceus with energy mm-hmm. and my Arceus with choice belt. And that Gardevoir now has a lot of damage. And I'm holding on to Escape Robin Hand. Yeah, so at that point, so you're like, just like, you're fine. <laughs> so I was like, um, so we, me and Jimmy, we were just joking. It's like, no, you can't win this easily. It's like, maybe I'm just throwing for you. <laughs> Make the show interesting. Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's like, he did his turn, Cresselia, knocks out my Giratina that's already had damage. Turn, Escape Rope. So I was like, yeah, those two guys are dead. Yeah, it's like GG's. Like GG's like, and then that's where the judge is like, no, 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 do the thing properly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, do, let's do it properly. That's where I realized, oh yeah, his uh, Zation with energies is covering a Temple of Sino. I was like, oh, Temple of Sino, let me check. Oh, that's right, I still have two energies. <laughs> Just to be safe, you know? Yes, no, that would have been a really bad, like, uh-oh. Yeah, that would have been another whoopsie, but <laughs> luckily I had the two energies and the second escape rope is the reason why I have that thing right there. Yes. Love to see then, the, the text working out incredibly well. Yeah. And after that, I was like, all right. I have, my energy is just gone. I'm like, wow. Okay. This is cool. Finally won something after years of trying. I, Regional Champion is absolutely massive. Congrats again, Cash. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I was just like happy to just get top 16. Like, cool, I get to play some more. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I was confident that I could win. But I, I, I think I would actually win. No, I'm like, maybe top four. No, more points for the championship. Sure, why not? But, you know, win. Uh, I'm still speechless about it. <laughs> I, think, I think you got some, you got some more left in you as the season moves on. Yeah, just one more event, uh, the big one. Is that the only yeah. event left in your season? Yes. That's the one where the winner goes, gets a day to invite straight to Wolves. When is the tournament happening? June 17th. So the new set is going to be legal, correct? The Iono and etc. We thought it would be, but as we found out, no, it's not legal. So we are playing this uh, current format. Oh, that, that changes things a lot. Then. <laughs> yeah, that changes things a lot. Ooh, well, I hope you're still grinding this format. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind until June 17th, and then hopefully, hopefully, do enough to either get, you know, win. Hopefully, win the tournament, but hopefully, do enough to get the points, stay in top four, and hopefully, get my first world invite. So, if people want to follow your journey, Cash, where can they find you? You know, any shoutouts you might have, etc. Uh, Cashman27, you know, on Twitter, just it's there. You know, shout outs to everyone that I've played against locally, online. Everyone, even you, you know, everyone who I played against made me a better player. Love to see it. Highly recommend. Give Cash a follow on Twitter. Ton of good Thanks. stuff for sure coming from the Twitter, including we didn't right, get shout to shout out, shout out, shout out to Pokestats. Of yeah. <laughs> There we go. Including all the Pokestat stuff, but also all the other updates are 10 out of 10 for sure. Yeah. Now now we have to have you on in the future, though, to talk more about Pokestats. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're, no, you're good. Uh, myself, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Mellow underscore Magikarp. 
Cash, thanks again for uh, joining us. And this has been another episode of the Lake of Rage podcast. We'll catch you all next week.